from the twisted realm of science and the darkest pits of reason comes chilling tales of godlessness. Bear witness to the unfathomable terror that is... The Good Atheist. Will we... Fight. Some folks say, well, I, you know, I don't like all this militaristic terminology that the church is using anymore. Well, honey, you don't like the Bible. Uh, your armor prophesies a conflict. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the wicked one. The breastplate of righteousness. The sword of the Spirit, the Word of God, the helmet of salvation. Your armor prophesies a conflict. Jesus came to enforce the boundaries of this kingdom. God has not called you to concession, nor to compromise. He's not called you to dialogue or to debate. He has not called you to negotiate terms at the table of your adversaries. So let me ask you again, will we fight... Or will we slink passively into irrelevance? Will we simply sit by as horrified spectators and watch as our nation follows Europe's slide into the deep, dark night of postmodern, post-Christian paganism? <laughs> I shouldn't have stopped at the paganism part. <laughs> there we go. Um, just awful. The wind just awful. Oh, okay. Hold on. Yeah, there we go. Why don't you just rip the MP3 off of YouTube and then put it in? It'll sound better. Oh, yeah, I will, I will. It's just for my, for just the team. Oh, okay, okay, I got you. I got you. Yeah, no, it's true. It's just because I, I had heard you did one of the one of these at one point, and it was like you had just recorded off oh, the TV. I had forgotten about it. Oh, okay, because like, I could totally not hear it. Yeah, I messed up that time. You messed it up? You dropped the ball. Are you ready for the show? I'm as ready as I've ever been. Welcome to the GoodAtheist.net podcast. My name is Jacob Forte. And I'm Jeffrey Jones. <laughs> Jeffrey Jones. Jeffrey Jones. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Every time Jeffrey Jones is on the show, you know it's going to be a silly fest. It's silly fest. Is this a regular or a bonus? This is a bonus show. It's a bonus. You're not, you're not allowed to do the regular shows. Oh, you're too spacey. <laughs> Only the real fans love Only you. The Oh, I like that. I'm like the I'm the litmus test for the good atheist posers. Like the, the posers. Do do can we actually say that or is that like a '90s thing? Posers. Yeah. Can we still do it? I've never like, heard anyone, anyone been called a poser say... in like the last ten years. For, um, no, I mean it's kind of like phonies. Remember, remember the whole phonies thing, Catcher in the Rye. That was a huge deal, long time ago. Yeah. Kind of like that with phonies. Right. Well, what's the I new mean, po the... what's the new posers? Uh, posers. It would be, uh, I don't know, actually. See, there you go. Fakes. 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 Yep. All right. Fakes. See, we're five minutes in. Not even two minutes in, and we're fucking sidetracked already. I uh, love it. You're paying for this, people. Today on the show, we're going to keep it nice and loose because we can keep things serious with this man around. I like it. But we're going to be talking about a variety of topics, including uh, a series of videos. Now, you don't actually have to watch these videos. They are on the site, though, so... Just watch them. Yeah, they're amu the they're show. amusing. We can't we can't really you know. Listen they're to hilarious. Them. Yeah. You know, because I haven't been able to write any articles, but I keep trying to update funny videos at the very least. Exactly. <laughs> so it's I'm becoming a link farm. Oh no! Exactly. Oh, no, so Spread horrible. the word so Jacob doesn't have to link farm the website. The, the topics, of course, will be three things. Number one will be 
Uh, Christian, Christian, how was I looking for? Nut- nuttery. Nuttery. There we go. Yeah. And uh, homosexuality. And uh, por- and how it ties in with Christian nuttery. Right. I suppose, you know, it's only actually two to- one topic, Christian nuttery. It's, it's crazy Christians on tape. Christians <laughs> gone wild. Christians gone wild. All the right. first video was something that I put up uh, by Rod Parsley. It's the first 30 seconds of the show. And uh, the reason I put it up is because I want everybody to just, you know, to listen for a little while to really kind of dissect what the person is saying here. Because yeah. we're going we're gonna to be including the audio parts for the particular videos that we're talking about. So the audio part of the Ron Parsley, Rod Parsley is, was there to just make you realize one kind of thing that you, I, I just think we are always ignoring. And that's the battle language of some of these motherfuckers. <laughs> well, the, you heard this? Well, the whole, I mean, like, think about it. The whole, um, was it the armor of Christ and the sword of the spirit? The I mean, helmet these are, of salvation. Yeah, exactly. Like, come on. Like, these are, this is, this is, this is violent D&D. language. This is, this, yeah, this is, you must D&D. you must roll a saving throw against heresy. Exactly. That is the limit of my Dungeons and Dragons understanding. I love the name of their stuff, like the breastplate of righteousness. I'm like, first of all, that is the most arrogant fucking thing to say ever. Yeah. All right, it's like saying Seriously. I have a Ooh. baseball bat of righteousness, and I'm going to smash your unpious head with it. <laughs> your heathen head. Exactly. Like yeah. this is this is the kind of language that I just yeah. find so the unenlightened insulting. Well, there's a, but this is the this is that wonderful, uh, and I can't say it's exclusively Christian, but for the sake of this this podcast, we'll keep it within a Christian context. Um, that the whole the, the whole language of the, um, we don't think you're less than us, but we're gonna talk to you like you're a fucking two year old or a dog. You know, it's like they don't know. Oh. They don't know no better. Oh, you don't you don't know about Jesus? Oh. Man, you must be retarded. You don't know what's right for you. Let me tell you. Yeah. You don't know what was it? What was that that was it Ann Coulter who had that interview where she was like it's like people who are hungry and you, would you offer them food and then Bill Maher was like, "Well, I'm not hungry." It's like you just don't know you're not you're not hungry or whatever and it's like, "Really?" Really, this is what you're going to use on us. It's, it's a, insulting. It's totally. It's belittling as all hell. It, it makes the rather foolish assumption that somehow we've not thought of this. Mm-hmm. While really, I think ironically, I think so it's too. the other way around. Yeah, I'm like we put more. T- like you put more thought in what conditioner you're going to wear or to use than what religion you're going to take. I had uh, somebody who wrote me um, a nice uh, uh, email, and they were saying how they, you know, they they like the show. And how the, basically they, they had become atheists because they had listened to the show. They migrated from the MMA website. And uh, he admitted that he, there were certain things he was afraid to ask. And unfortunately, apparently, I am challenging the whole thing. I put the challenge out to people. There we go. And it's, and, uh, put on it, the armor of Christ, people. <laughs> not that kind of challenge. <laughs> but and, and, you know, it makes me think about... The fact that you don't you don't see a lot of people going from you know say uh, atheism back to Christianity you just don't see that migration I've... happen all that much you have to wonder do they do they ever does any Christian person ever come to to, to think about well, how weird that is how weird is just like yeah you lose, once you lose your religion it's over well, it's I've, gone well I mean don't forget Kirk Cameron was an atheist. <laughs> But yeah. <laughs> when I was a child, I didn't before know before I had thought about anything. <laughs> I was an atheist. I bet. I bet. Yeah. I really bet. But I, I think. I think because 
once you've gone, I, I've seen, I, and I, I, I've had some friends that have gone from agnostic to Christian. Like they go from Christian to agnostic, back to Christian. You know, they, they, but as, once you kind of grasp that concept that you don't need a deity, you, like it, there's no evidence for it and there's nothing wrong with not believing in one. Like it doesn't make your life any less important or valuable. Then I think it's at that point that you can't, that's, that's kind of that threshold. Once you've passed that, you don't need to believe in God to have a happy, fulfilling life. And it's not the be all and end all if you don't have one. I think at that point, when you stop needing it, you don't need to look for religion. Look to religion for your answers, for your, you know. So, well, so long, I would just say, put it simply, so long as you're being really reasonable. I mean, the position that there is no God is a very reasonable position it to is. have. It is. I don't feel all the, you know, like, I don't feel like it's anything necessarily special to, to just shake yourself off from that bubble of delusion saying, this is all nonsense. This is all retarded nonsense there are people that are having discussions yeah. about fairy tales yeah they're fairy tales and they're oh, having absolutely. discussions about it i'm like this is nonsense <laughs> the the only the only thing is um it, there's there's nothing really special about it but it, it's almost to make that transition and as someone who was religious who stopped being religious uh it, it is it's it's not something I mean it is special in a way because you have to really change your mentality. I mean for the longest time uh I was agnostic in the sense that I didn't really believe in a god but I I didn't want to let go of that. I I wanted to think that there was something out there and it's I mean you you and Ryan I guess um didn't really have a I mean you may have believed in it, it like you were saying in the previous podcast is sort of like a uh, you know Santa or Easter bunny just no thought in it you just kind of recited what you had been taught or told but i really believed in it i remember like skipping out of um, a music class because they were going to play metallica and that was evil and i remember like praying for my friend who was an atheist and i was like but she's gonna go to hell if i don't do anything you know like i was really ensconced in that stuff and then to change that mentality it's almost like learning to write with your different with the, your other hand kind of thing you, it's it's not just it's not as it's no big deal once you've done it, but the process is is very challenging. I can it's alien. Of, it's it's very, alien it's, to think about a world without God, right? It, exactly. So I mean, it, it's it's understandable why that would be very difficult for people. I'm gonna I just to say, it it is a very rational standpoint, but it's to make that jump. Sometimes it's not, um, it's not obvious. You know, it's but not easy. I think it just goes to show how everything that you believe is a construct of lots of different things mm. you know you build up towards it and this is this is sort of like segueing me into the next video that we're going to talk about which okay. is a guy called uh, adam hood oh poor who's, guy. Uh, claims that he's an ex-gay yeah. clearly fabulous ex-gay clearly hello from snip, somebody snap. yeah all right we're gonna we're gonna play an audio <laughs> hopefully clip. people know that i'm gay and that's not really being homophobic <laughs> no he's doing it so it can't be homophobic. okay there we go Fair let's enough. let's <laughs> we're gonna play uh, a little thing from what adam has to say about homosexuality hold on let's go the Bible is so clear. It's not us that they should be mad at. Get mad at the Word of God. You know, really, at the end of the day, they're kicking against God. You know, homosexuality is an abomination. Now, we need to have compassion for people who are bound by that sin. And it is a sin. Call a spade a spade. A lot of Christians don't even believe, really, in their heart of hearts that that homosexuals can be saved. Some of them don't believe they need to be saved. You got the 
opposite ends of the pendulum swing there, and both of those are wrong. We need to be in plumb line with the Word of God. No, homosexuality is an abomination. It's a sin that God will damn. If they stay in that sin, they will be damned to hell, and rightly so. Okay. That's enough. That's enough. That's you enough. can watch the rest of it on the website. Yes. Uh, well, well, we'll be talking about some of the things that he said in in this and other videos yeah, that he's posted. Yeah, there's a four part on. I think up on what was it called again? Recycleyourfaith.com. Yes, that's right. There's like a whole series on ex-homosexuality and. But his is by far the most fabulous. It is fabulous. I'm totally gaying it up. We're <laughs> to spite him. He's like, you know what? You are gonna be an ex-gay. I'm gonna be fucking super gay. There we go. Well, the reason I was the reason I was going to mention <laughs> how you construct a, yes. a frame of mind is that he has a part of one of these videos where he's explaining why he believes. Okay, and I think that what's important is if you watch this video, but I'll, I'll I'll explain it in a nutshell. But I think as you watch this video, the one thing that I came to realize is that all of it, all of these things are constructs. He's like trying to show you the, the evidence. He's saying, well, I was having a fear in the back of my mind mm -hmm. that somebody was going to steal my soul. And then a homeless person said that and it shook me to the core and then I lost my mind. And then in my, the mental institution, hint, yeah. never listen to any ideas that occur when you're in a mental institution. <laughs> the voices in your head while you're being medicated <laughs> are not to be trusted. Right, just going to put that out there. But anyways, uh, all of these things sort of like lead him to believe that, oh my goodness, there really is a God, and oh my God, there really is a hell, and I'm headed there. Yeah, and this is this is at the height of his, like, drug tripping balls in the friggin' like... First of all, you sounded so jealous the entire time we're listening this guy, to that. Th dude, this guy, Honestly. this guy is talking about, okay, I'm not, a, I'm not big into drugs, but this guy was like, I was a celebrity in the Castro dist district in San Francisco, and I'm like, you were a celebrity in like the fucking gay Mecca, and you turned <laughs> it down for Jesus? Apparently the also dating the you? hottest guys. I thought that was a little, a little telling, though. He's like, I had the hottest boyfriend. I'm like, well, what else did he do? Was he just, a, was he a trophy? He oh, seemed, obviously he that's very vain. He, he seemed very like super the man. Special. What the man with an ascot, the golden ascot, so unbelievable, fancy. unbelievable. Yeah. It is so hetero that yeah, ascot. it's very. It is so hetero. It was a good decision wearing that. Plus, did you see the shirt? It's a pirate shirt that he's wearing underneath that. It is not a button shirt. It's got fluffy things on it. He's you know, and, and, a, and it looks to me like a woman's power suit. It's the armor of Christ. It is just very, it's, it's, it's the, woman's the softer business suit side of, of righteousness. That's what he's there like. it's, the, it's the power suit of righteousness. So, because uh, here's the thing. I mean, anytime you convince yourself of a lie, and let's say that this man is going to seem to convince himself quite thoroughly of a lie. It's obvious to everyone but him. It, it, it is obvious after watching him for 10 seconds yeah but apparently he is you know obviously that delusional bubble is going to be thick and if you wonder what are those delusional what is necessary to knock out that bubble and you're like well it's not there's not going to be one thing no. you have to work backwards that's the that's the fucking work of a person shaking their way out of the delusion that's the real work is in having to pop all of those bubbles some people like me they're it was an easy task man there weren't a lot of bubbles but That's like true. with you, I don't even want to know how many there were. It was probably oh, a dude, it's still amount. not over. Well, well still... what's what's what are some of the bubbles that still need to be popped? Um, Your body issue, I guess. Well, there's the body image thing. I still, uh, this is like ridiculous, but like I still feel to some degree um, sinful modesty probably. about body shame. Like you should like 
I'm 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 afraid to go to the beach. Well, not afraid, but I'm uncomfortable at the beach. Not because I'm an ugly-looking guy. I mean, any guy that I've been with has always complimented me on how I look, whatever. Um, and they've they've Burned. seen it all. No, right. but I mean, in terms of body shame, that's what yeah. it comes from. Uh, but it, there's this certain feeling of like, no, this is not some. This is indecent. You know, you shouldn't. This is this is not proper behavior, which is just ridiculous. But I had this really uber shame-based upbringing. So Can I like, just say this? I I think that if there was such a thing as reincarnation, that you were a Victorian. Uh, I was Caligula. You know, <laughs> Victorian old lady. Oh, in, okay, there in, we go. The other yeah. way around. Okay, yeah. So I'm like, oh my! I was a so spinster. shameful. My heavens! Yes. This is what I'm thinking. Yes, I'm not. Fortunately, quite. there's no such. Th- Thing is but you you were born in the wrong time. <laughs> no, I was... To have such shame and modesty. No, my mother was born in the wrong time. <laughs> okay, that's fair enough. In, in any event, uh, I mean, there's still, I mean, there's still days, uh, you know, it's just in terms of things that you know are illogical, but they still kind of stick with you. Um, there, are, there are days when it's just like, man, I, I... I won't say I wish I was straight, but there are days when it's like, you know what, I... There's something wrong with what I'm doing, but I can't really put a finger on it. It's like, oh, it's just that old voice that I wrestled with for seven years. But it's, it, it, go, it never fully, fully goes away. Do you know what I mean? I think, well, th- maybe you can give me your opinion on this because I've been thinking about this a lot. Sure. And we mentioned the, the fact that anytime something is considered immoral or wrong, mm-hmm. that normal, the re- the, normally the reaction to people is that they're going to take it to a, an extreme. And if you're saying like, okay, this guy was talking about stories of doing drugs and being in the crazy scene and, and so on and so forth, and you're like, well, you... Having a super hot boyfriend. Having a super hot boyfriend, and you're like, well... Who bought him that scarf? Isn't it strange that to some degree, whenever, the, whenever something is abnormal, all you have are the extremes? Well, well, you yeah. can't have that middle part where it's it's no big deal. You're like, oh, you like guys? No big fucking deal. And it doesn't have to be, you know, this 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 image that everybody has in their heads that they that people still try to fulfill, which is like the crazy. Uh, I'm gonna party. I'm gonna yeah. uh, really let loose. And you're just like, where's that? Where? Yeah. It's not well, a mid. There's no middle ground because it isn't accepted. You know, it's the same way with drug use. Yeah. Where you have drug use rates in countries where it's legal drop drastically because it loses the the, the kind of like the mystery the the, the rebelliousness the of rebelliousness it, of it yeah. yeah yeah I got it I got you um, I think that to some degree uh, uh, I, I would say that it, it attracts uh, say people like this Adam Hood who's obviously a very polarizing man he can't be in the middle you know no. he's either homosexuality is a sin or he's like I'm gonna do crazy drugs. Yeah. And fuck all the hottest guys. And you're like, Adam, I think I know what the problem is here. You need to be in the middle. <laughs> you, you lack moderation. <laughs> if the Afghan is any sort of like... Uh, Ascot. Ascot the Afghan. Yeah. If the Ascot is <laughs> he's, wearing, he's decided to wear an Afghan. I like it. <laughs> Shut your hole. Okay, you know what? Uh, th- here's some other things that I just wanted to say. What uh, When I was dissecting what he was thinking about, uh-huh. these were you could tell that these were things that he had... Uh, constructs in his mind that he had built up. Number one, he seemed to be trying to use his, the story of his life, the fact that he was uh, nearly aborted, as mm-hmm. sign of some kind of divine intervention yep. and therefore proof that abortion is wrong. Yeah. And I'm just like, number one, you may not, you know, how honest are you being with that story? And number two, so what? <laughs> 
I almost died, but luckily science saved me. Does that mean that I'm going to have some kind of... No, I wasn't chosen. Uh, yeah, I wasn't I chosen. Just had, I lived in a place that had decent fucking medicine and science. and yeah. Exactly. There, like... Let's just say that, sure, you were lucky. Like, we're all lucky. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. Fantastic. But don't make that as a construct for your head. Number two, he blames the lack of his father being around and his I, upbringing. I... Just in, as, as someone who has, for the last, like, two years, documented friggin' gay rights um, in, in, like, one capacity or the next, that argument gets brought up all the time. This weird thing, like, those who don't have dads seek out the affection through homosexual relationships. I'm going to tell you something right now. I didn't have a dad, and I still don't want to have sex with a dad. I like cock. That's about the extent of it. It's not trying to replace anything. It's like, you know what? Straight guys are straight because they didn't have mothers. No, they just like the vajayjay. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that, but that's as far as it goes. To make this little argument that holds no water, my brother, who just had his daughter, is freaking like... Well, was exactly. raised in the if, same if was, family. If it was... If it was true that uh, that that affected you you would it would not just be isolated events. yeah it wouldn't be one of the siblings it's like how many young men out there are fatherless anyways well this is what i'm thinking what's the divorce rate you know it's like it's over 50 percent. okay so over 50 percent of anybody is missing a, a father or a mother i'm gonna let's just say father. let's just say that the nuclear family doesn't exist there's no such thing there you go so to just say you know what the reason that these people are gay is because they didn't have a father i was like no you just pick the reason that they don't have fathers is because the divorce rate's super high or you know like because guys kind of suck sometimes (laughs) (laughs) guys are dicks yeah guys are dicks exactly um but yeah the point i'm making is a shitty fucking argument i hate that argument here's something else that i thought was interesting not an argument but just something that people always bring up when they're talking about uh the heathen lifestyles they'll always say that there was satanism was involved. Or, or witchcraft. Let me tell you something. I have never, ever seen any instances of Satanism anywhere. There used to be this big scare in the 80s. I don't know if any of you remember. Some of you there, listening maybe... There was a, maybe, daycare, a daycare that got in shit because of that, wasn't that's there? That's right. It, it, it was a huge story back in the 1980s. And it had turned out that all these kids were basically coaxed and tricked into believing that uh, you know they had been taken part in satanic rituals and people were convinced that it was real they even some people that were involved could swear to you that they saw it with their own eyes they have just no. been convinced of absolute utter nonsense and lies yeah. and you just see it again and again and and I always feel it's just one of those cars that they pull out because they're like we want to scare some christians so I'm like they were satanists about too because yeah. they they have to believe that Satan is real, that yeah. there are some minions out there. Well, anytime anything is bad, bad or debaucherous in their eyes is happening, they got to attribute it to Satan, right? That's the only way you can explain it. Well, it's the only way that you can feel good about having an all-loving God. Well, that's uh, that's what I'm not, saying. It's and like, not living in an all-loving world. Well, that's, that's, the, that's kind of the point I'm making is that, um, you know, like, God doesn't do bad things to good people. Satan does. <laughs> And God doesn't do nothing about it. It's a test. Uh, all, here's another little observation for anybody who uh, watches the video. Wasn't it hilarious how often he would just sort of emphasize the word muscular or anything oh, I related love that. to muscular? Like, this guy was in, I was tied into a bed and he was so He was very muscular. Was very, very, very muscular. And muscular. And I'm like, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. What, what, what color are your wife's eyes? Yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> what color are eyes? Uh, one of the there was this uh, great uh, blog post about it on the the gospel according to hate, uh, and uh, the guy was just basically talking about how. All of these videos, it's always the same, where men will try to convince you that they are they are straight. And this is this is a story I want you to, to share because you were telling me about it last night and who you were using as your example of, of a woman that you were attracted to and why you could use it. Like he, uh, the, the 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 guy who wrote this uh, uh, the post, the, the the main blogger talks about how he used to use Kate Winslet as his. Oh, she's beautiful, and oh, woman yeah. is a beautiful form, and you, you can always fall back on those really safe yeah, ones. If you have a yeah, yeah, I had I had a I had a couple staple girls. Like I had a couple every uh, yeah every once in a while when people would ask him. Jeff, who are you attracted to in terms yeah. of girl? It Everybody was, always knew because there was just basically one girl that you Yeah, it was using. Nev Campbell. Nev Campbell. Nev Campbell. I don't know if – nobody knows who she is now, but anybody well, who Well, you know, if you watch Wild Things – Or Scream. Like if you watched Scream, Scream back yeah. in the day, she was the girl in Scream, the main character. And uh, I picked her for some reason. I mean, she's still pretty, but I never wanted to have sex with her. Uh, but yeah, she was the girl. She was my it girl. I was like, oh, I have such a crush on Nev Campbell. Oh, my God. I love her. Bloody, bloody, blah. Never once thought about her naked, but that's okay because I'm a gentleman. Oh yes, th- I forgot about that. Yeah, that was my argument. other one. Is I'm like, a gentleman. Yeah, I don't it's like think I don't way. think about girls like that because it's just it's disrespectful. It's just, I'm so glad you don't rude. like that anymore. No, it's well, Can who I needs to respect that? men? <sighs> <laughs> They're not worthy of respect. We're, they don't we're, want respect. We're pigs. Well, dogs. okay, I'm, I'm I'm painting with a broad broad strokes here, but <laughs> no, we want yeah. respect. But uh, I, we want respect. Barely, but you know what? Barely. Like, um, it's not disrespectful to want to have sex with a guy. Like, <laughs> oh my God, you're thinking of me having giving you crazy sex? God, get away! That's so rude. It's like, <laughs> oh really? What was I doing? Well, that's interesting. Hmm. <laughs> uh, okay, here are some other things that he uh, also. Yeah, he uh, seemed to go about is it basically how how he just wants to warn everybody, and and that's that's the that's the other thing that just gets to you. The You're menace. wondering like, hey, can you just believe in your shit and leave me the fuck alone? And the answer is that no, I need to tell everybody else. And at first, I think that here's one degree of how that convincing thing goes into, and it's going to segue me into the last video. Is the fact that they need to be con- they need to tell other people about it to convince them that it's real because that makes believing it more real. Yeah, it's the more well, it's the more people you can get to. I mean, not to paraphrase, but basically, the more people that believe your lie, the more like like those psychics. How many people started believing their own hype after they started like? predicting so many awesome things. You well, know? there's tons of people in history yeah. that bought in their own hype, and it exactly. usually was pretty disastrous. Exactly. You can't, you can't help but do that, but even more than that, it's just the fact that um, in the next video we're going to play right now is a, is a girl with scoliosis. Who, I might add, did not see a chiropractor, had tried everything. Prayer, chiropractor, nothing worked. I've had scoliosis since I was 12 years old, and I've been to the chiropractor and everything. I've had people pray for me. And every single day I've been like laid up in bed on the couch, just hurting so bad, just constantly crying out for God, constantly, constantly, constantly. Uh, just a little bit ago, I told my mother and father-in-law, I said, I've got to take a nap. I've got to sleep this pain off. It's hurting so bad. I can't sit up. Just couldn't do nothing. Y'all said, put yourself in and put yourself out. And I put myself in and my back is completely healed. I get so red. I can go and get back. Praise him! 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 Praise him!
Okay, other than the shrill voice of he's real, the reason I think it's kind of important to understand what's going on with this annoying video. Wow, I think the most annoying part of that video is the guy who just starts screaming Jesus. Or praise him, praise him. Was that him. what he was doing? Yeah. I just heard, ah, No, he was just God, yelling, praise him, praise him, praise him. Because you know, that this is a very popular thing well, you will notice in religion, the constant repeating. What is that guy's name? Is it Benny Hinn? Is that his name? Who in particular? He's one of these hucksters who, like, does the whole, like... Does he look like a weird Indian guy? Yes, yeah, with retarded white hair. Yeah, yeah. He's like, Benny and Hinn. if you just give $1,000... You don't like... even want to know how much money that man makes. Oh, no, I know. know. The guy... The, the, there's, you, want, you, you want your fucking proof you're, to be an atheist right there. You want proof that God doesn't exist? Look at Benny Hinn's income for what he does. <laughs> I know. That's... <laughs> and, and here, and here a, a humble atheist podcast tries to spread the truth. Spread the truth. Starving on the cheap <laughs> starving to death starving exactly it's like we are the new uh, we, we are the real Jobs right here it's not Stephen Baldwin no Stephen Baldwin doesn't need to be restored doesn't he have a rich family yes. or they are just all kind of ashamed well why would you would you would you give Stephen Baldwin your money if he was even a family member I wouldn't let him starve Okay, fine. So you send him potatoes at his house or whatever. He can't him. have any money. I will send potatoes to his house. He, I like that. He can't have any money. Well, you're ship, rich. I will you're ship rich. you potatoes. Yeah, exactly. You have your driver bring him potatoes so he doesn't starve. There we go. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, family. I, I mean, regardless of why you're in that situation, I would still probably want to help them out. But and I think we're getting a little sidetracked. But right. Yeah. Well, anyways. Yeah. I just want people to understand what's going on in these kinds of things because it's easy for us to just put that to the side, say, that's so sad that people think like that. But you, you look, if you don't understand the thing, then you're never going to be able to talk to people about what the hell is going on. Because, again, you have to deconstruct all, all the little things that are happening. Like, for instance, that girl... Um, the kind of emotions that I, I I feel coming out of her, like the her story is okay. She's had scoliosis. She's probably in pain like every fucking day. And obviously, she, how long has she probably been praying for something to happen? I mean, because yeah. that's all she's can that's do, all she right? Knows. Yeah. She says, "Oh, I went to the chiropractor, did other things." I mean, true. Even if you go to a doctor, I mean, it's fucking disease. Your spine yeah. is all messed up. Uh, what are you gonna do? The other thing, just sometimes and everything is a figure of speech. I, I had uh, my, one of my dad's girlfriends, um, she used to say and everything as kind of like just the closer of a sentence. Like, we went to the store and everything. Like, it was, it was I don't, like when she said that, she spoke exactly like my dad's ex. Oh, so you read that she just I read like she went to a chiropractor and she went to, and she prayed. That's what I think she did. Because that and everything isn't, and I did everything. It's like, no, you, you did that. That's what I get. That's so the vibe her, I get. So the her, her, anyways, it doesn't matter. But so she she probably prayed a crap load, and it and finally the pain subsides, and obviously she's going to it, have to credit well her, someone for this happening because it's just like one moment you feel pain and then you don't. Yeah. Well, the the pain subsided after she was told to surrender to God, but I don't understand why she was asking people to pray for her if she didn't believe in God. Anyway. But yeah, it was after after she had this crazy prayer fest 2010 that she started feeling better. <laughs> <laughs> but look, I mean, for everybody that was listening, uh, here's what's going on, right? You have this girl who's obviously in pain. It's very sympathetic, mm-hmm. so we feel sympathy for her. Absolutely. The next is that she's talking about this, um, you know, uh, the fact that she surrendered herself to God, and the reward for that surrender 
was the immediate healing of her injuries. Yeah. And if you recall, what is the thing about Christianity that they always talk about? And it's the miracles. It's like the fucking thing that the Catholic Church is always all about. It's why they collect pieces of bone. It's why they do all these really crazy things. They believe in the miraculous power of shit. What the fuck is going on? I don't know. That was obnoxious. I would start over from um, miraculous, I guess. Okay, where was I? You were talking about how um, she all of us basically. She all of a sudden she attributed it to you know she was right she was healed right away and of course that's the whole miracle thing and the angle of miracles. Right. Okay. So Christianity is you know like the the thing about Jesus is that he always performed healing miracles. That was the big deal about Christianity yeah. around that time. It's, like it, the it's draw. appeal. Yeah, the draw. Right. It's like what is the miracle? Well, he's going around and he's healing the sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's not at all like the, the, the that that's I think what differentiates say Christianity and Islam. Islam's like what's the miracle? Oh, the book is the miracle. That's what they always keep saying. It's like they weren't interested in people being healed. That wasn't it's their, their fucking bag. But Christianity is always all about it, mm-hmm. and that's that's another big focal point. So you're going to find a lot of people that are physically injured, physically sick. Yeah, there's a there's a strong appeal to believe in that stuff. And I bet you that most of those people over there that were listening to them probably had something. Oh, probably some degree of illness. Uh, I just, but there, there's okay. There's, there's the on the one side. There's the she's being kind of delusional. You know, let's and that's kind of like the crux of this podcast. She's she's being kind of crazy. There's she's she's you know it's not really the smartest thing to do, et cetera, et cetera. But when when we get involved in this kind of thing, faith healing, I people don't seem to realize there is a big danger in that there really is like let, let's say i have cancer okay i have cancer and it's causing me great pain and i start praying for it and i start feeling better and i believe god has cured me and my circle of friends my peers whom i respect tell me that's what happened i'm probably not going to seek treatment until shit it hurts again oh it ate half of my liver well now i'm gonna die <laughs> it's true and who do i who answers for that there's a there's an interesting website called what's the harm Mm. That uh, people should uh, Google that, and uh, and you should see because anytime somebody ever tells you, oh, religion does no harm, even spreading nonsense does harm. Yeah. I mean, did you hear about um, the the fact that Petrusis whooping cough is back in California in a big way? Oh my god! Everybody's been asking me to talk about it. I will talk about it more on the next show for the number one hundred for the big one hundred. Yeah. Uh, but just this is an example of what happens when just simple nonsense, mm-hmm. seemingly. Uh, harmless nonsense gets spread around. You're like, oh, babies start dying, people start not seeking medical treatment, and their con- health conditions worsen. Oh, old diseases come back. <laughs> Stuff that we should have kicked its ass, and you're just like, you never, the fight never stops. No. It just never stops against disease, like against mental idiocy, okay? Yeah. Just against nonsense that we keep fighting. A person's like, hey, Jacob, are you ever going to finish... Uh, doing the good atheist I'm like well if there's one day there's no more nonsense then I suppose I can hang up my mic Mic. yeah and just be like so long everybody and thanks for all the listens but uh, no nonsense continues and that and and you're right the whole faith the faith healing thing is just a gigantic money draw yeah it prays to the most desperate because not only are most like if if you wonder yourself why are faith healers so popular in america oh you mean the place where there's no health insurance or at least even now i mean like it's really difficult you can pretend like you still have it but you don't what are what is going to be the most important thing 
for yeah. people. It's like their health is a major concern because so many of them can't afford to do anything about it. Same thing with alternate me- alternative medicine. Uh, it's the same. It's cheaper. <laughs> Just, it's, it's easier to get. It's cheaper. It's easier it to get, but you good. know, yeah, it's true. It's just well, it's easy to get because uh, no prescription required for water, <laughs> or uh, or echinacea, no or even echinacea, or Saint exactly. John's wort. But I digress. Now you know what the the other thing too, and I think this is really important, is that people attribute the experience during when they have an experience like this, where a girl comes on, she's very emotional, everybody's re- mm. yelling, and they're like, "Oh my God, she, she was healed. She surrendered, and she was healed." Um, it's a very emotional thing, and everybody that's there is going to tell you, well, the emotion was real. We well, all felt the same emotion, and therefore they're going to attribute that as saying, well, this really happened. This well, was a real event. Exactly. Well, she, she, if you listen to the crowd of that, it's like they got into it like it was a rock concert, you know? Like, Man, you wish it was like yeah, that loud like, at a rock concert. Yeah, exactly. Everybody was going like apeshit crazy over this woman whose back was healed, and I mean, I'm glad she's feeling better, but like... You're gonna remember that because everybody around you, and that energy is contagious. Like anybody who's been in a in a crowd, like let's say you're hanging out with your friends, and all of a sudden you there's this funny conversation going. You're gonna find yourself laughing a lot more, and you're gonna be funny as well. It's just the same kind of a, like there's it there catches. is there there's is something. a joy of being part of a group, and exactly. it's, it's something that even as atheists we're only starting to really understand. Yeah, we've never explored this before. And a person tells me like, oh well, atheism's not a religion. We don't need to meet to talk about our unbelief. We need to meet because as human fucking beings, it's what we do, and we've ignored this for too long, and we've allowed, you know, religion just basically fill that hole. It's like, look, ape, man, and woman. You have certain fucking needs, okay? Yeah. Then some of those needs are to be surrounded by people because when you're able to share, like, you know, these types of genuine emotions with other people, it's an important experience because, you know, when you when you really try to empathize with, with what that girl went through, probably being in pain all the time, yeah. you feel that and you wonder, why am I so moved? I don't know this person. I don't mm-hmm. know anything about them. And I'm like, this is the inherent part of yourself that you need to be in touch with. Mm-hmm. Your empathic self is like, it's an important development as a human fucking being. Unfortunately, it's marred by all this religious mumbo-jumbo that tells you, oh, that's God talking yeah, to you. It has to have a religious framework? No. No, we, we should just... be talking about this from a secular perspective. Exactly. I mean, it's the same reason people have book clubs. <laughs> just exchange <laughs> ideas and talk and have li- find like-minded individuals. Yes, maybe you don't need to get together to discuss atheism per se, but you still need to, to find people. You're more likely to find more critically-minded and scientifically-minded people in that um, demographic, let's say, you know, like, well, it's not just that. I would say that the 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 advantage of what you, somebody would ask me, what is the point if you're an atheist of going to an atheist convention or uh, talking right. with other people, and the and the whole idea is that th- you want to be exposed to new ways of thinking about the world. You've only ever had your mind to deal mm-hmm. with, and sometimes, once in a while, like especially when you're an atheist, a person who's religious isn't going to be able to throw you a lot of questions and and, and expand like your mind on certain you. issues, challenge you, yeah. challenge your beliefs, because. You know, I would. It sounds egotistical to say, but they're not on the same level. You know, there's still this childish idea that they are holding on to that a god, a gigantic, powerful, anthropomorphic deity, is controlling everything. Mm-hmm. And they've never, they've never allowed themselves to even look in the mirror and admit something as simple as saying, "Hey, I'm a monkey. Holy shit, I'm a monkey." Well, that's that's the thing. I, I will I will give you that. But let me let me ask you this then: What do you think would be better, just in terms of social of a social network? 
an atheism social network or maybe just a critical thinkers club? Like, you know, like what, what do you think is more important, the atheism aspect of it, the critical thinking aspect of it? I think like, that, uh, you know, maybe... if you could if you could start a group, what would you focus on? I'm not entirely sure. That's a good question. I think that it, what would be interesting is having uh, maybe just having a group where there there is no specific agendas like what are we going to discuss yeah. today, but really more like um, today we're just going to ask a number of interesting questions, or we're we're going to try to uh, you know. Uh, it, probe and ask questions that's all we're going to do we may yeah. not have answers you yeah. know like if i ask you the the question of how can we or or or, or why is it that we are a particular way you know if like i ask you why are we this way that might mm-hmm. not be the question we can easily answer like why are we only partially monogamous like why is that yeah and uh, <laughs> you know there may there may be answers some people have answers other people have other uh conjectures mm-hmm. and, and, so and ideas more questions. Yeah. more questions but i'm like those are the things that i want to hear some fucking annoying ass team one. It's the soccer bullshit. Oh uh, well. Be like, hey, my team won, and I had nothing to do. Yeah, with Yeah, you it. had nothing to do with this. There's a bunch of people out honking their horns, being like, celebrate this soccer Yay, match. Yay! Some guy kicked some ball through some apparatus. Let me I, just to go on a tangent for five seconds. Sure. This is this going on the podcast? Show. Yeah, this is going to like go on the podcast. I like it. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Just to go on a tangent for five fucking minutes is that I'm. I just. I hate this tribalism bullshit. You know. It's like every time I see or I watch sports somewhere and a person's like holding up their flag, I'm like, if there are people out there that are patriotic, good for you. You must be really proud of the fact that you're like, wow, I was born in this country and now I will, in, you know, cloak myself into that. I'm just, I'm sick and tired of this tribalism bullshit. We are all part of the human family. I don't care where you're fucking from. We're all part of the same stupid fucking family. Why do we feel the need, the useless, pointless need to find reasons to separate ourselves from one another. Be like, oh, yeah, you speak a different language. Oh, your p- skin pigmentation is slightly Too different. Too much melanin. I mean, f- unbelievable. It's just, it's, uh, I- I've never been a patriot, never understood it. I think that compulsion is uh, it's probably responsible for just as many atrocities as religion. I'm like, if you, how can you criticize religion and not criticize patriotism in my, in my view? I'm like, the, the, the two are dogmatic. Well, you can you can be proud of where you're from and not be super dogmatic. I mean, I'm I'm, I mean, I wouldn't say like go Canada, but I'm glad I'm a Canadian. Given the other places I could be living, I think I lucked out. I think I hit the jackpot. I love the fact that I'm a Canadian. I'm not gonna go out and like, Canada's the best. We're better than you, unless I'm in the states. But I mean, other than that, I'm not gonna get on a high horse. But I think, I think it's 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 not. I don't think being proud or at least knowing a little bit of where you came from is a bad thing. But I but do. But you would I, you would feel you would probably feel the same if it was many other countries, and it's the same same thing. If you were in Italy and you're like, oh, I'm happy I'm an Italian. I mean, look, that is the worst all, Italian oh, accent ever. I wasn't trying to make an accent. That's what made it so bad. Okay, fine. <laughs> I didn't want to do an Italian accent because for some reason I always mess those up. Yeah. But uh, my 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 general point here is that. If you if you were to ask around, uh, you know, who are the happiest people on this planet? You know what's funny? We're not the happiest people in North America, and that's just to say that you know what? Probably people in lots of other countries are like, well, I'm glad I'm not in those countries. They seem very unhappy. My point is this: Jacob hates it's Canada. all the same bullshit. I'm tired of this tribalism. He hates Canada, people. Tired. You heard it here. <laughs> he hates Canada. Shut up. He's fucking Make Canada hater. Can, I hate tribalism. 
Yeah. I'm yeah. a I'm a iconoclast when it comes to the final iconography, which to me is patriotism. This is idolatry. <laughs> which in the <laughs> eyes of atheists everywhere is a sin. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay, well you know what? I think we're gonna wrap up the show. Uh, with that, uh, go. we're going to catch everybody for uh, the 100th episode. Yep. Uh, I don't up. think I'll be here, but I'll be there in spirit cheering you on. Well, you can be part of the 100th show. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll invite you over. I'll fight we'll Ryan to for do, the mic. We'll try to. <laughs> I'll bring my rock band mic. I'll feel like that guest on like a radio show. Be like, yeah. i got to try to put together some clips and some stuff mm. that we can talk about. Uh, but... It Actually, might take would, some time. I would really like to make the 100th episode something special. Well, that could be something you just, right now, just put it out there. Like, is there anything on people wanted to hear more of or were wondering about? Maybe you could give a behind-the-scenes That's true. If you guys like, have feedback. Uh, if you guys if you guys have questions about the show in general, uh, too, I know we did a mailbag, but I'm talking about more, like, stuff that if, if you were like, oh, there's this one radio show uh, where you've put this clip, uh, we want you to talk about mm-hmm. it. If you can just... Out there, I'm sure some of you who are hardcore yeah. listeners... Or like those, what the hell were you talking about? Right, exactly. Yeah, that if would... you, or Even if you want to send me a list of all the errors that I've made... Geographical the, or otherwise. Or otherwise. <laughs> That'd be pretty uh, I'd cool. Be, like I, I'll take the flagellation. You'll take a, you'll take a, make a blooper reel. That'd be pretty fun. <laughs> a 100th episode blooper reel. Oh, man, that sounds like a lot of work. Uh, uh, well, listen, guys, I'm pretty damn busy these days trying to do everything. If you can help me make the 100th episodes uh, all, all better, I would appreciate it. Just mm-hmm. all you got to do is listen to the show. Tell me the times that the audio is in. I can rip it really, really easily. Uh, and send it to jacobforte at gmail.com. And I want to make a compilation. So help out, guys, because otherwise, like, honestly, don't have any time to do it. (laughs) Well, it's good is we know that these are the people that will because this is the bonus part. Exactly. These are the super fans. These are the super fans. So help a brother out. Come on now. (laughs) You want the 100th show to be good, don't you? Exactly. If it's not, it'll be your fault, and I'm going to blame you. Not me. I don't want to take any responsibility for anything. I think that's obvious. <laughs> I lo- this is this is your new outlook on life. I am exactly. not responsible. I wash my hands. I of wash this my hands podcast. of everything. Of everything. Okay, with that, my name is Jacob Forte, and I'm Canadian Jeffrey Jones. <laughs> Have a good non-patriotic day, everybody. Cheers.